Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Ayo, welcome back to another explosive week of show us your TDs. It's week three. And your favorite frosty milk beverage is sitting on top of the world. Why? You'll find out very shortly. It's faster than a two-pump chump. What? Let's introduce to you my partner in crime, a man who could give Jalen Waddle a run for his penguin celebration. It's Gooby. What up, baby? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, Yo. I would like to just say, man, for all those like not I'm not saying me, but I'm saying for all the other men who are the two pump chump, if you pump once and then wait a couple hours and then pump again, you're good. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you giving sex advice? (laughs) (laughs) This is the new show us your TDs. (laughs) I mean, first of all, that's just horrible advice. You want someone to basically get blue balls on themselves? Uh, I guess. I don't know. That's a no-go for me. M- miss me with that. Uh, Anyways, man, besides your little sex advice, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready for uh, this fantasy recap. I think we're both doing pretty well right now. Hold so on, no- hold on. Be- Before you get into that, I, I, I got to ask you a personal question. Okay. Are you into candles by any chance? No. Okay. So- I hate things that smell. Uh... You hate things that smell? Yeah, lotion, candles, incense makes me want to puke. So anything that scented it? Yeah. Are you allergic? No, I just don't like the smell. Okay, well, I love candles. Candles relax me. In Milton, I had candles throughout the house. I had candles here. It's great for peace. It's a good, nice ambiance. I love the scent because sometimes I can't take someone smelling like a giant foot or a sauteed butthole. So yeah, fair enough. My mom sent me this text message and it was about candles. And I'm like, okay, what the hell? I, like, I know she knows I like candles. But it turns out in Toronto, they have a bunch of concerts. They're music concerts focused based on candles. So there'll be performers performing, but they'll be surrounded by all these candles. Yeah, and I'm like, I have that in Niagara too. I had never heard of that. And I was just like, that's a giant fire hazard waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. But uh, yeah. I just found it strange. I, I just have to get that off my chest. Anyways, carry hey, on, man, sir. We're setting the romantic mood. We're talking about sex. We're talking about candles. It's all romantic. But know what's really romantic is me and you, we won together again. Aww. We're back on top. I think you scored the most. I, and I scored the second scored the most. most. So uh, let's get to it. Fantasy recap. I'm going to hit it off. I won 149 to 114, beating the worst fucking name team in our league, <laughs> Mike's team. <laughs> I'm going to give a couple shout outs and I, I really want your take on my personal bench move that I did. Lamar Jackson, 29.25 points. Thank you for finally balling out. I love it. Garrett Wilson without Aaron Rodgers put up 16 points. That's fantastic. He got lucky with that 69 or whatever yard pass from, from Wilson. That was just a miscue by... <laughs> by Stefan Gilmore. Yeah. Kenneth Walker the third. He put up a good 18 points and Dallas defense 15 points. Now, I had Christian Kirk on my wide receiver three spot, but I was like, you know what, man? This Nico Collins guy, he's balling out. And balling out is what he did. 27.6 points. Melk, what do you think about just that last second thought of putting Nico Collins in? You mean the little switcheroo? Yeah. It was a great move because Nico was the number one. Hands down, you've seen it from week one to week two, and you go back further to last season near the end. Nico was making plays and getting touchdowns. They rely on him, and he's a very good wide receiver. 
I think either way you can lose if you're going Christian Kirk or Nico. Nico is more of a safety blanket because you know he's going to get looks. Christian Kirk, I feel like with the three wide receivers they have in Ridley, Zay Jones, and Kirk, somebody is always left out. There, there isn't enough ball to go around for those three, unfortunately. So you have to pick your poison, and each week it changes. Like Ridley's always going to get the looks, but Ridley didn't even do anything last week. Yeah. Zay yeah. Jones got hurt. Yeah, he, he got hurt, then he came back, and he missed three touchdowns. Well, that was Lawrence's fault, but he missed three touchdown opportunities. And then there's Christian Kirk, who was firing on all cylinders. I think either way, you couldn't have lost. Great call going with Nico. Yeah, and I'd like to say, my bench balled out. Christian Kirk, 20, uh, 21 points. So I read a stat on, uh, I think it was ESPN or something like that, or NFL Network, that... 75% of the managers that held DeAndre Swift benched his ass. Yeah, I read that. And too. he put up 27.10 <laughs> points. You know, if I put him in and said Josh Kelly, I would have beaten you this week. Well, we'll get to me because if I had, <laughs> if I didn't get a giant goose egg from Zay Jones, I would have yeah. dismantled the record. So, yeah. yeah. And then Adam Thielen with 20 points and Gus Edwards with 12. My bench is now looking pretty stacked the way they're playing. I'm liking it. Melky, how about you? How, how'd you do? Oh, Melky broke the door down and busted it wide open. I told you I was sitting on top of the world. And before I get into my team, I'm going to take you a day before it all went down with my high profile trade that I made with <laughs> with Adam. <laughs> it's not really a high profile trade. I like I said before in previous seasons, this league knows nothing about football. <laughs> so let me break it down to you. This is how it all went down. I was looking through people's rosters because I needed that one right wide receiver. I think that's what I was missing for my squad. Lo and behold, Adam sends me a message and he says, check your fantasy team. I'm like, okay. So I see that he sent me a trade offer. Now, he initially wanted Derrick Henry. I kiboshed that right away. I said, I don't have Alvin Kamara yet, and Henry is Henry. Regardless if numbers are going down because of his age, Henry is still Henry. Mm -hmm. I need a wide receiver. You desperately need a running back. So we were talking, and he's like, I really like Jordan Addison. I like Jordan Addison, too. But when he threw out, I'll give you Higgins for Addison... First, he said Addison and Henry said, absolutely not. Yeah. Replied, why don't I give you, I'll give you Addison. I'll give you Herbert and I'll give you, no, sorry. I said, I'll give you Terry McLaurin and I'll give you Khalib Herbert for yeah. T Higgins. He said, no. I said, okay, fine. I said, do you want, really want Jordan Addison? I said, I'll give you Jordan Addison and Khalib Herbert for T Higgins. Deal. It was done deal. I got that shyster in me where I, I feel like I need to get more out of everything. So I said, okay, I'm not really happy with my tight end situation. You have Kyle Pitts and you have David Njoku. Throw in Kyle Pitts. I'll give you McLaurin, Addison, and Herbert for Pitts and T. Higgins. He said no. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, fine. So I, I sent him an offer and it was <laughs> T. Higgins and the, the Rashid Weiss, Rashid uh, rice from KC yeah for Herbert and Addison he sends me a message and says rice is staying with me <laughs> I'm like fine the back and forth on this is so we went back and forth long story short he um countered with Nujoku and <laughs> T Higgins for Addison and Herbert and it was a no-brainer I acquired T Higgins and the reason I'm telling you this story is because T. Higgins came up huge for me this week. Or this, sorry, la last week. I dismantled, chased down, ass up, 175.15 to 139.95. My three stars, newly acquired T. Higgins, showed up, even though Burrow was poo-poo. 28.9 points. And number two, Jalen Hurts. Played very well in that Thursday game. I don't know if you watched that game, Gooby. That was a fantastic game against the Vikings. 30.15 points and the star of the show. And man, a lot of people said it's too old, has lost a step, doesn't have it anymore. Keenan Allen with 31.10 points. Honestly, I could shut out my entire team because they all balled out. You said your bench went off? 
Yeah. My bench went off. I didn't put Pickens in, and he had 22 points. I didn't put McLaurin in, he had 16 points. My guy showed up. Yeah, yeah. Everybody showed up, and I scored the most points, like Gooby alluded to. And honestly, I could have had 200 points if I had switched out Zay Jones because he put up a big donut because somebody doesn't know how to stay healthy. Oh, well, live and learn. Your boy Melky is the king of fantasy right now. Could have broken my record, but you didn't. Yeah, and you could have had more points, but you I, didn't. Wait, did I? Uh, maybe. And now I'm a gold member because of it. Wow, golden legendary. Congratulations. <laughs> Tell me when you get to plat. I'm, I'm getting there soon. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you dominated. Your bench did well. Not like my bench. I had three and 20. You, but, your bench did all right, but you don't get recognition and points for your bench going off. Yeah. It's about the starters. Before we leave fantasy talk, I want to say I saw this like weird league where you pick two kickers. I think it's three defenses and like a couple tight ends or something like that. And that is your like roster. What? What the fuck? Do you, do you have to play two of each player, or there's no? Yeah, guys? you you play two kickers. Oh you my play god! Like no. three defenses, and then you play a couple tight ends, and then I think you play like uh, a couple defensive players or something. It's like really wacky. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. No, miss me with that. <laughs> but I think the more funny thing was when I made that trade. Lisa immediately freaked out because. <laughs> T. Higgins went right into my lineup, and because I didn't play Addison, I had him on the bench, the trade was able to go down before Sunday's games. Usually when someone plays, it blocks it. But because I didn't start Addison, he just went to Adam's bench. So Lisa was freaking out, saying, I told him not to do it. Why would you do that? That's a stupid trade. And he had no words for it. (laughs) Yeah, it was a stupid trade. I told you it was like a 75-25 trade, and Sounds like a him problem. Dude, like like I said, I think I said in our group chat, like no one wants to trade with me either because they're afraid that I'll do well. Nope. There's a couple of us that know football in, in the league, but I feel, and this, I could be wrong, but like even Adam said it during the draft, he's like, you already know what you're doing. I don't want you to do any better than you are or something like that. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, like you. he's like, you know all the players. I feel like they just don't want to trade with me because they think I know something that they don't. No, no one wants to trade with you because you tried to screw them over royally. That's Everybody, why. You, you just screwed over Adam. I'm not the one that sent the trade out. I'm not the don't one that it. went to him. He did. So that's his fault, not mine. And I'm sorry, AJ Brown for... Uh, Dalvin Cook, that's a trade and a half. Mike did it out of spite because you pissed him I off. N- I know he did, and I already told him that. Anyways, Anyways, we can go back and forth. Who do you got this week, Gooby? Let's lay out the matchups. All right, well, let's see who do I have. I have the number two guy in our league right now, Tita and Timmy. Ooh. So this is a big matchup. Uh, we're going to go over, ooh, Lamar Jackson. Internet just came in. He's not questionable anymore. Yeah. You don't have a backup quarterback. Uh, I would find one pretty quickly. <laughs> so let's go over the matchup. It's Lamar Jackson versus Justin Herbert. I'm giving that to Jackson all day. He's facing an indie defense, and I think he's going to pick him apart. Uh, Garrett Wilson versus Stefan Diggs. That could go to Diggs because they are playing Washington, but Washington's defense has been looking great. So look to see Josh Allen under some pressure. Uh, Jalen Waddle, he has a concussion, so if he uh, he doesn't play, I'm putting in probably Christian Kirk. Does it mean Waddle won't be dancing if he doesn't play? No, he'll be laying in bed. <laughs> I don't Chris- think laying in bed is good either when you have a concussion. Well, he'll be like just chilling. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you do with concussion. You probably do nothing. You just sit there. You didn't watch that, that movie sh- Concussion with your sh- hero Will Smith? Yeah, I, I have watched the movie, but they don't. They they follow the doctor, not the people with the concussions. <laughs> Anyways, so it's either Waddle or Christian Kirk versus Chris Olave. Uh, I'm gonna give that a wash. I'm gonna uh, give it to Olave. You see that catch on Monday night? Woo, woo. 
It is what it is. <laughs> Nico Collins versus Devontae Smith. Devontae all day. I'll take Devontae all day. Oh my lord. You're just you're just hating. Yep. You're just hating. <laughs> Hold on. Devontae Smith 1723. Nico Collins 1427. I would take Nico Collins all day. Yeah, you're just biased. If Eckler plays which I don't think he will, but if Eckler plays, uh, he's going in the spot of Gibbs. But right now it's Gibbs versus uh, Javante Williams. And then it's DeAndre Swift versus Aaron Jones. I think if Eckler plays, I have the running backs easily. Tight ends, Dalton Kincaid versus Darren Waller. Kincaid's been doing pretty well. Like yes, he looks good. He looks he's good. got, uh, I think... Six and nine points, so I'm liking it. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third versus Mike Williams. I'm giving it to Walker. He's been playing lights out for Seattle. Carlson versus Young Ho Koo, our favorite fucking <laughs> resident kicker. And Dallas defense versus Kansas City defense. I think Melk's going to help me out with this one and give it to the Dallas defense. They're facing Arizona. They don't really have a quarterback. And that whole franchise is in a shamble. Agreed. It's a terrible dumpster fire out in Arizona. But I got a question for you. If Eckler is playing, who's coming out? Gibbs. 100% Gibbs. Gibbs? You know he's the starter, right? He is the starter, but so is Eckler. And Gibbs has only put up 8-12, and 12, whereas DeAndre Swift has pretty much solidified his spot in Philadelphia. You know who's hurt, right? Montgomery hurt? is hurt. Yeah. He's not playing. I know. Okay. You might who, regret that. Who, who, who would you take out? DeAndre Swift? Yeah. If you listen to any fantasy podcast or fantasy tips, they're saying to sell... DeAndre Swift right now because Gainwell is coming back. Swift is still the lead back. He's not the lead back. It was a split. But if you look at week one, it was Gainwell and a little bit of Swift. Yeah, Swift balled out. Don't get me wrong. I think you just missed out on his best game. I mean, you do what you want. I'm just saying a lot of people are saying don't put too much faith into Swift. That was the game. And now that the other running back is is coming back, is playing, the touches are going to go down. I'll have to wait till week five to sell Swift. Well, who's going to take him? Our, our league, we don't trade. What? I said, who's going to take him? Our league doesn't trade. Oh, that's true. Well, they don't trade with me, apparently. But that's, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, Melk. Uh, I'm predicted to lose 126, 134. Yes or no on that? Yeah, you're going to lose. <laughs> you have the matchups in terms of, like, Lamar's playing Indy. If Waddle plays, he's playing Denver. Collins against Jacksonville. That should be fun. Gibbs in Atlanta. Swift in Tampa Bay. Kincaid, Washington. Walker the third and the Panthers. Oh, the Seahawks are going to do horrible things to the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> that that game is going to be a dismantling. I mean, Carlson. Carlson's obviously legit. And you got the Dallas Cowboys defense against Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like the actual matchups. He just has a, a star-studded team. Like I'm sorry, I'm giving him the wide receiver battle all day. Diggs, Olave, Smith. Sorry, Garrett Wilson has the milf hunter throwing to him, and I told you he got lucky with that play. If Gilmore didn't miss that tackle, he wouldn't have gotten that touchdown. I agree. Waddle concussed. Yeah, but I'll put in Christian Kirk. I know, but what did I tell you about Jacksonville? Somebody always misses out on the targets. It's a carousel over there. Nico Collins, I think you can rely on Nico Collins easily. I don't know why you hate Gibbs. I'm telling you, he's going to take off. I don't hate him. I just, I just think that he would be the better one to pull out, but who knows? That's what she said. <laughs> I would take Swift out, be perfectly honest. If Eckler is a go and, I, and I've heard he's ready to go, I would take Swift out. Again, that's your team. You do whatever you want. I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm only 2-0. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about because I already won. <laughs> I've won a league too. It's not like I haven't won a league. Well, I mean this league. No, I haven't won my own league, but I might this year. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's going to be you're close. Running for that one. It's going to be close, man. You definitely have him at the running backs. His running backs are garbage. Aaron Jones coming off injury. Javante Williams splits the carries with Samaji P. Ryan. Mike Williams, he's always a play away from getting hurt. 
I do like his Kansas City matchup against the, the Bears. The Bears are in shambles right now. And Justin Fields making those comments about the coaches. Yeah, you're, you're in you're in some big trouble. And shout out to Destroyer calling him a smushed frog. That was pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, it, of- it's gonna be it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be close. I'm gonna give the edge to tight end to me. All right. Well, enough about me. Let's talk about you. What's your matchup looking like, and what's the prediction? Okay, so I've got a former champion in Big DK Energy. Wait, what? The projections are 144.32 for myself to 135.34 to him. I'll lay out the matchups for you. We've got a juggernaut at quarterback, Jalen Hurts versus Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Hurts is better, but Lawrence is facing a really bad Houston Texans team. So that could be the nail in my coffin. Amon St. Brown versus C.D. Lamb. C.D.'s got the better matchup against Arizona. Keenan Allen versus D.K. Metcalf. Metcalf is coming off an injury that looked pretty brutal, the rib injury. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't play. Maybe he's not 100 ball. He's definitely not going to be 100%, so I think I'll give it to Keenan Allen. Newly acquired T. Higgins. Thank you, Adam. Squaring off against your favorite wide receiver, Robert Woods. Jeez, I wonder who's better. T. Higgins, although Burrow may not play with that calf injury, he better damn well play. But I'm going to give it to Higgins. And then we got the running back matchup. And honestly, I feel like there's no point in me reading it because I got McCaffrey and Henry versus James Cook and Ramondre Stevenson. No disrespect to Ramondre and James, but it's McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. Holy crap. Yep, one minute title. Now, obviously, Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Has been the best tight end for the last few seasons, and Njoku is just a fucking scrub when it comes to him. Kelsey gets the nod. Then I got George Pickens, who I did not play last week, and I have a feeling he's going to do nothing for me against the newly appointed RB1 Kyrene Williams out in L.A. Poor Acres again, getting benched in trade rumors. I feel like his career is almost over. Yeah, that's why I didn't pick him up this year. (laughs) I was staying away from him. And then uh, kickers, we got Jason Saunders versus Jake Elliott. I don't really give a shit about kickers. I'd say a wash. And I got Jacksonville defense for that Houston matchup. He's riding with New Orleans against Green Bay. Goobs, everyone wants to know, is Melky going to stay perfect in week three? I think I think you have a good chance to stay perfect. I'm just looking at his bench. He has really nobody to replace DK Metcalf if Metcalf doesn't play. He has Corlin so, Sutton. <laughs> yeah, my point exactly. I have one rule in fantasy. Don't draft a Bronco. Come on, man. That's too easy. Or a bear. But I do have a bear in my You were a little sneak because I was reading about him. And mm-hmm. I had Herbert, and I'm like, Herbert's not getting anything. And then all of a sudden, Johnson's getting all these looks. He was great last week. Yep. And thank God, Adam took my bait and took Herbert off my hands. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for the time. And then you guys can call me the running back whore, because I got a lot of them. Yeah, you have tons, man. I, I only have four. I'm going to keep it that way. But yeah, you have like five or something like that. I don't know what your four, problem is. Five, six, seven... You have seven? Seven, because I got Eckler, I got Eckler, Johnson, Gus Edwards. Yeah. Uh I got Kelly, but I'm probably gonna drop him. In order to move Eckler, I gotta drop somebody. I got Walker the third, Swift and Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah, you, got, <laughs> anyway, you have a lot of RBs. Remember, yeah. remember last year you had no RBs, now you have a ton of RBs. And I got a ton of fucking wide receivers too. But anyways, let we've we've talked about me. Let's talk about you. Uh your matchup. Yeah, I think you'll go three and on this. What's Mod St. Brown's injury? Because he's turf, turf toe. Yeah. So he's day he's day to day. They'll play him with turf toe. And then Derek Henry, what's he looking at? It doesn't really say, it just says questionable. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it literally doesn't say anything. So uh, yeah, I'm giving it to you. Your running backs are better. Uh, Robert Woods is having a decent year for himself, which is uh, I thought I thought about picking him up off the wire, but I really don't have any room. They said anyone on Houston right now is worth picking up. Yeah, I, I think this is a no brainer. There's really no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, you should take this one and go three and zero. I love it. Hopefully, the king is still crowned. 
and I don't have to leave the chair yet because it's my time. This is my year. <laughs> so let's go, McCaffrey Creamers. Okay. Morning, everyone. Um, just going to run through today. A uh, bit of a big week here. There's some highlights. You want to know something that's a real head scratcher? We're talking about brains here. This one was a head scratcher. The Giants big comeback win against Arizona. 31 to 28. The Giants were down most of this game. Actually, the entire first half they were down. And Arizona remembered, hey, we're tanking. And we need to <laughs> stop trying and let the Giants have their win. Daniel Jones would 321 passing yards. He had two TDs, a pick, 59 rushing yards, and a rushing TD. His counterpart, Joshua Dobbs, who has no hair anywhere, not on his eyebrows or his head. It's, he looks kind of funny. 228 passing yards, a touchdown, 41 rushing yards, a rushing TD, and a two-point conversion. Saquon Barkley, now this is very important, had a game. 63 rushing yards, a rushing TD, 29 receiving yards, and a receiving TD. But then, near the end of the game, he goes down with a right ankle injury. He is now gone for a few games. So, Gooby, I got to know, with Barkley gone, are the Giants in big trouble? Well, they were always in trouble. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> who, who is their number one wide receiver? I don't even know. Darren Waller, if you can consider it, but he's always hurt. No, isn't it this Isaiah Hodgins, Hodgins guy, whatever? No, it's uh, that Hyatt guy. They like him too. Oh, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm looking at this. They just got a lot of like wide receiver twos and threes. Their defense is just not it's even. Mid. It's mid. It's nothing worth talking about. Daniel Jones is. He's like a. I'd say what top. 25 quarterback. Yeah, he's in there. In there somewhere. Top 25. But you're, but you're not bragging about it. Who brags no. about being top 25? No. And they were in trouble before Saquon Barkley got injured. And they're just going to be in more trouble now. Look to see them high in the draft next year because they're, they're probably going to try and tank like Arizona. You don't think they'll go out and make a move? For who? I don't know. Wide Tom receiver. Brady. I mean, they shouldn't have signed Jones to that contract anyways. They're going to regret every dollar. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a mess up there. You know what they should do? They should call Philly and grab one of their four running backs. Say what? Well, they got a man who I'm going to talk to about on Boomer Bust. So yeah. we'll, we'll leave it at that. All right. Enough about the Giants. Let's talk Bengals and Ravens. Ravens beat the Bengals 27 to 24 and Lamar Jackson he had a good night uh 237 yards two TDs Gus Edwards led the the field with 10 carries 62 yards and one touchdown Lamar he had good run game 12 carries for 54 yards and he spread the ball around. Nelson Aguilar got 63 yards and one touchdown. Mark Andrews got 45 and a touchdown. But man, Melky, this Bengals team is in shambles right now. I know we're, we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but like, this is just terrible. It's not looking very uh, well for the Bengals, but you have to remember last season they started 0-2 and they got to the AFC Championship. Now, the difference between last year and this season is that calf injury that Burrow suffered in preseason. Yeah. I don't think he fully healed. You have to sit out. That's the only way it gets better. I think he should have sat out week one because they didn't win anyways. Should have sat out week one, gave it another week, but he jumped the gun and they're just not clicking on all cylinders. I was watching that game because I have T Higgins now and the way they lined up, they weren't in sync. It wasn't like the Bengals of last season, actually two seasons ago when they went to, to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're in trouble yet and we're going to talk more about it later, Yeah, but you better not go 0-3. All right. All right. What do we got next? Well, we have a feel-good story here. We're going to L.A., and it's Puka Nakua. Now, you think he's related to The Rock? Because that sounds like a Samoan name. Oh, probably. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? But Puka Nakua sets a rookie record. Now, there was a game 
LA lost 30 to 23 to the San Francisco 49ers. But we're not talking about that. We don't care. We knew San Francisco was going to win. Nakua had 15 receptions, 147 receiving yards on 20 targets. He breaks the all-time rookie record for most catches through the first two games of a career. That was held by Earl Cooper. He's also the first player to have 100-plus yards in the first two games. CMC showed up, 116 rushing yards, TD, 19 receiving yards, or 19 receptions, 20 rushing attempts. So, Goobs, with... Yeah. With Cooper Cup out and actually on his way back, is Puka true number one? And when Cup does come back, where does he line up on this team? It's hard to say. Like Cooper Cup comes back, I think his first two games, uh, he's going to be you know trying to just shake everything off and get the cobwebs off before he uh, plays again. So you'll see Puka to get a few good looks, uh, nothing like he did last week. I think he'll be a good wide receiver too for them. I haven't really watched his play. Is he more of a slot guy, or if, or is no? He's on the outside. He's on the outside. So I mean, Cooper Cup can play pretty much anything. I know Cup normally likes to play outside, and he does dabble in the slot. So it could be a good one-two for um, Matthew Stafford. That team's looking pretty good, even though Stafford doesn't really have an arm anymore. Yeah, but he's throwing like he does. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. And uh, he's a uh, West Samoa, by the way. Is he? So, yeah. yeah. I figured there was some Samoan there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get to our favorite segment. It's uh, talking about the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and how they like to beat on teams. Should we just uh, have a segment dedicated to the Cowboys? Well, well, I feel like that would just be really biased and people <laughs> wouldn't want to listen to it. That's They'd probably fair. skip the whole thing. But uh, Dallas beat the Jets 30-10, to 10, kind of like a, a told-you-so-we-saw-it-coming type of thing. It's Zach Wilson, and he did not do well. 12 for 27, 170 yards, one touchdown, three INTs. Dak Prescott had himself a nice game, 31 for 38. 255 yards, two touchdowns. Pollard, 25 carries and 72 yards. I expect more from Pollard. Huh? If he's doing 25 carries, I'm expecting 120 plus yards and a couple touchdowns. CD Lamb had himself a nice little game. 11 receptions. If you are in a full PPR, that is nice. 143 yards, zero touchdowns though. Dude, this team is looking good. This defense is looking good. It was just a good win all in all. And uh, on to the next one. But uh, Melky, what do you think about this game? The proof is in the pudding. The defense is the best defense in the NFL. It's number one. And no one's close to it right now. You have a team that dominated. And like I said, if it wasn't for that one play, New York would have only scored three points. Yep. Three yep. points. So, yeah, they got the touchdown. A little miscommunication between the defensive backs, but that's okay. I think that's going to just motivate us more. You got to look at the stats. In the first two games alone, this is only two games. Ten sacks, five interceptions, two fumble recoveries, a block kick, and two touchdowns from the defense. Yeah. Oh, snap. That is unheard of. It's, it's getting a little, a little crazy and a little like story-esque. You've never seen it before. They've only allowed ten points totaled. Yes, at the expense of Daniel Jones and the Milf Hunter, but still, these teams are here in the NFL for a reason, and they can score at any given time. But just the, the defense the just dominates. Micah Parsons, eleven from heaven, just dominates. Yeah, I, that's why he's my pick uh, for defensive play of the year. The way he's playing right now, can, can we say MVP? It's early, honestly. Circle that game against San Francisco. We will see what Micah is made of in that game. I don't want to circle the San Francisco game. I want to circle a game where they play a mobile quarterback to see if he can get to them and put pressure on them. Because right now he hasn't played like this year, hasn't played a mobile quarterback. And Daniel Jones is a mobile quarterback. Daniel, Daniel Jones, Jones trips yeah. over his own feet. He's not a <laughs> mobile quarterback. He's a chud. <laughs> I don't know who they play, 
Here, look, let's see. Patriots, Cardinals, Niners, Chargers, Eagles. Eagles. In the Eagles game, if they can put a stopping on the Eagles from scoring and put pressure on Jalen Hurts, I would give it to them. And I said this, what, uh, prediction, the, our first pod, our pre-pod, uh, pre-pod to the pod, that Micah Parsons could be MVP. You mentioned it, but it's very hard for a defensive player to win it. Of course, it's a quarterback league. It's a quarterback-driven league. Can he do it? Yeah, he looks great so far. He looks unstoppable. He's added the muscle. He's gained even more speed, which is wild. I mean, yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see a big test in San Francisco, and then I want to see the, the Philly game. All right. Okay, but special breaking news before we get into our new segment. Nick Chubbs is out for the season, Gooby. Yeah, he got hit, or he did something to that ACL uh, during the uh, during his college game. Yeah. And it was the same knee and same leg. So, yeah, I, I, I saw that coming. I mean, good for Mike. He picked up the backup, but it's no Nick Chubb. Well, they just signed Kareem Hunt. So how much is the backup really going to get with Kareem Hunt, who's familiar with the system and has been a dominant running back? I'm not saying that Hunt is going to take the number one because he needs time to get in game shape. It just seems like Mike's team's in a downward spiral <laughs> with yeah. uh, his roster. And I mean, rightfully so. You, when you don't draft correctly, that's what happens. Chubb will go uh, undergo knee surgery. And I just got to ask before we move on, what becomes of the Browns? Uh, they're not beating the Bengals again. Tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, Browns are always middle of the pack. They're probably not going to make a wild card. And Deshaun Watson isn't the future. Yeah, Browns be Browning. Yeah, Browns be Browning. That's nasty. <laughs> we got a new segment. With the two weeks that have passed in the NFL, it's paved a ton of narratives thus far. And Gooby and I are going to answer those narratives by saying fact or cap. So I'm going to start it off, Gooby. I'm going to ask you this question here. Will the Broncos be 0-3 at the end of week three? Uh, fact? <laughs> They're playing Miami. I mean, this man, yeah, for, for as much as he hates Tua Tagovailoa, he's a he's doing well, and that offense is doing well, and that defense is pretty decent. The Broncos are basically the Browns. You stupid. They're just Browning. <laughs> That's, that sounds nasty. The Broncos <laughs> are Bronco busters, man. Uh, Russ collapsed Sunday against the woeful commandos. And yeah, like you said, the Dolphins are the number one offense in the NFL. So good luck to you. You're going 0-3 Denver. What's your question, Gooby? All right. Well, I want to talk about Baker Mayfield and those Bucks because they're doing pretty well. And I want to know, are the Bucks for real? Cap. Cap. Great start. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to take anything away from Baker. He's playing within his element and he actually has weapons at his disposal this is nothing like he had in cleveland he had a washed up obj and you know all that mess that was over there here in tampa he's got evans he's got white he's got godwin. um godwin great team a great structure they're you know they're what two two or three seasons from winning the past super bowl so there's a standard there. Their defense is okay. Their defense is okay. I had them. They got me 17 points last week. Yep. Unfortunately, they are going to be playing a rough schedule coming up. They got the Eagles. That's their next game. They got the Saints. They got the Lions. They got the Falcons. And they have the Bills. I don't see them winning more than two of those games. So that just puts them back to earth. And I just feel like the real Baker is going to stand up. All right. All right. Yeah, if they if they beat the Eagles, you know that's a it's gonna be a fact. That's a different it's, story if they beat <laughs> the Eagles. Completely different conversation. Yeah. All right. What do you got next? Is Kirk Cousins getting traded if the Vikings continue to struggle? It's hard to say, but I'm gonna say cap because Kirk Cousins is a Viking till he dies, I think. What? I think if they can't 
make it to the playoffs and they can't like just finish the season strong. If there's talks about trading, I think he just retires because after watching that quarterback season show, show, show. there you go. The quarterback sh- after watching the quarterback show, I re- I really think he's more of a family man and he'll want to stay where he is and just retire. I'm gonna say fact. They're 0 and 2 right now, and they got the Chargers, the Panthers, Chiefs, Bears, and 49ers. Now they can beat the Panthers. Probably gonna beat up on the Bears. I actually think the Chargers are gonna come in there and win with the Chiefs and the 49ers. There's a team out in New York who needs a quarterback and to salvage their season, and he's only on a one-year deal. I could see them making that move so that the season isn't a waste. And I could see him in green riding with the Jets. Yeah, that that's a good that's a good prediction. What's next? All right. Well, let's do uh, this is kind of a kind of a factor cap, but the Bengals, should they be worried? Is it time for them to start thinking about changing some things around? So I said fact only because of Joe Burrow's injury. If Joe Burrow didn't have the cap injury, I would say cap. I'm not worried about them. Again, they started 0-2. This team knows how to win. You don't have this much talent and not perform. Something's got to give. They've been there the last two seasons. Give it time. But I am worried about that calf injury. So if the calf injury is there for the full season, I'm going to say fact because he's not performing like the Joe Burrow we know. Yeah. Uh, They got the Rams, the Titans, the Cardinals, the Seahawks. Those four games right there, winnable. Seahawks are going to give you a little bit of trouble. And the way the Rams are playing, you're going to give you a little bit of trouble. But other than that, I think that's winnable. Then they got the Niners and the Bills. And that will show us if the Bengals are for real. Are they winning uh, this Sunday? Yeah. I think I think they need a comeback game. And the Rams are a good, good comeback game to have. It'll be a good Sunday nighter. I like it. All right. Last one on my end. Is the Chargers coach, Brandon Staley, on the hot seat? Yeah, they have a good wide receiver core, a good offense. Jared Goff, he's doing well. Justin Herbert. Oh, sorry, Justin Herbert. Wow. I'm thinking I'm thinking of Detroit. Justin Herbert, he's doing well. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and who's their third? Do we know? Uh, uh, Johnson. They, were, they drafted um, him okay. in the second round. So, like, they have it. They have Austin Eckler. Their defense is not bad. I think it's middle of the pack. I don't think it's anything to, you know, scream and shout about. But if they can't make it to the playoffs and they can't win a playoff game, I think he's on the hot seat. So I'm going to say fact. I agree. 0-2, facing a desperate Vikings team. You're still recovering from that embarrassing loss against the Jaguars in the wildcard game. Definitely on the hot seat. We could see our first coaching casualty yeah. after week three. Yeah, like it, it definitely can't be the players because you have some star-studded players on your team. And you have Kellen Moore who's opening the field and you just need Herbert to play offense. I know he's a defensive coach, but you need to go with your strengths and your strengths are offense. So start using them to your advantage. All right. Last but not least, can the Dallas defense... Take them to the promised land. Fact. We've seen it. First two games. I know that's a small sample size, but they've dominated. It's not even close. This is the best defense in the NFL. Go to the numbers. I just laid them out for you. 11 from heaven. Defensive player of the year. Gooby thinks he's MVP. The only thing that could stop them, the only two people that can stop them, well, maybe three. Jerry Jones is never going to lay down and get out of the way. But Dak Prescott and and McCarthy, those are the two guys that can stop this team from getting to the Super Bowl. But the defense definitely can take them to the promised land. So fact. And they haven't even uh, started their uh, new newly acquired rookie too on the line yet. He's been waiting, and he's they're they're you know they're mending him. And uh, Demarcus Lawrence is gonna put put this guy into some work, put him into shape. Yeah, this defense. It's unstoppable. I'm going to say fact as well. And like you said, it all depends on those two people. Jerry Jones, or sorry, not Jerry Jones, um, McCarthy and Dak Prescott. And I'm going to say Jerry Jones too, because he likes to get in the way when things are going good. 
I was a little worried about our backfield having just Pollard, and then the other two were kind of mid, but the, the other two have really stepped up. Deuce gets loose and he's gone. Yeah. The other guy, I can't remember his name. He's fast. He's a fast little guy. Not, he's yeah. not little, but he's fast. And they cut Ronald Jones because they felt like they didn't need him. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all or nothing. I, I'm not trying to be one of those normal Cowboys saying, this is our year, this is our year. I'm not this, saying that. You're not saying that? I'm not saying that because it's only been two games. Don't get me wrong. Sky is the limit for this defense. But when everything goes our way, what usually happens? And Stephen A. Smith says it the best. So I'm just going to leave it at that. But <laughs> this defense is scary and it definitely can take us far. Stephen A. Smith is just a hater. It's just so disrespectful yeah. for yeah. you to say something like that. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> all right. All right. That is Factor Cat. Let us know what you think. Leave comments. Maybe uh, do some Factor Cups uh, yourselves. Send us some info on what you want us to talk about, and we'll talk about it. Let's get into apparently my favorite pastime on the toilet boom or bust. And I'm going to start it off because we talked about this man a little bit and I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. Baker has put up decent fantasy numbers for a quarterback going for around 22 fantasy points a game. Look to see him stay consistent with those numbers versus the Eagles. He's not a boom. He's not a bust. But if you're in a two QB league or your league is just very deep, you want to play real ballsy. I give Baker a shot. He's playing against the second last pass ranked Eagles defense. That's pass ranked. And not just defense in general. They're passing. Defense is not good at all. Second last in the NFL. It doesn't look good. They let Mac Jones throw for 326 and three touchdowns. And Kirk Cousins, a whopping 346 yards and four touchdowns. Holy macaroni! Baker's doing pretty well. I give him a shot if you want to play ballsy. So you're saying he's not a boom. And he's, and not, he's not a, not bus. a bus. So is he a one pump? He's is a, he a one, one pump, pump chump. He's a one oh, pump okay. chump. Hey, yo, what the fuck? I think if you want to play ballsy, you play him. I think Baker's in for a long game against the Eagles. I think that defense is going to step up. Mike Evans, who's having a fantastic start to the season because he wants that money. He's going to get double teamed. Baker's going to show the real Baker like he did in Cleveland. He's going to be in for a long night. I have no faith in him on Monday night. Let's put a little side bet on this. Okay. You want? He's throwing for over 300 yards and three touchdowns. He's throwing 230, which isn't terrible. One touchdown, three picks. Three picks. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. No, sorry. Sorry. Two picks and a fumble. Two picks and a fumble. All right. Yeah. Butt fumble. No, he's not Sanchez. Uh, I'll, I'll slap <laughs> on another like 50 bucks for a butt fumble. <laughs> All right, Melky. Boomer bus, who do you got? I've got a man with a fantastic name, Tutu Atwell, a wide receiver for the Rams. I'm going to label him as a boom. Last week, he had five rushing yards, seven receptions, 77 receiving yards with nine targets. Now, I know Puka has stolen the show. But Atwell has quietly posted solid numbers in his first two weeks. 119-yard performance in week one. Whoa! He's got 17 targets total through two weeks. And look for that to bump. He's also bumped down Van Jefferson, who you were a huge fan of, and I don't know why, down the pecking order. So 2-2's the number two guy right now until Cooper Cup returns. And when Cooper returns, I think he moves into that slot and becomes the number three. Sucks to be Van Jefferson. Oh, well, I don't care. He's been a nice safety blanket for Stafford and look for that trend to continue until Hoop's eventual return. I like Tutu at well. He's going to do wonders in the league. No, he's he's a boom right now. And I mean, when Cooper gets back, he could be on the upside, but I'm sure he'll drop a little bit. Of course. I mean, numbers are going to drop him and, and Puka. They're not going to have the same but I think those three together, that, that can be a little scary. Yeah, no, 100%. All right. I'm going to Detroit. 
and I'm picking. Nobody s- wants to go to Detroit. No, <laughs> even the people in Detroit don't want to go to Detroit. Rude. All right, I'm picking Sam Laporta, the tight end for the D- Detroit Lions. What can I say about the rookie that was picked 34th overall by the Lions? Well, he's got hands and he's got talent. For those playing in a full PPR league, he should be a must-grab as he's averaging five catches a game and about 51 yards. That's 10 points right there. Look for him to be a boom this week versus the third-last-ranked tight end defense in the Falcons. This guy is looking to make a name for himself in Detroit. For that reason, he is a boom this week. And you know what? If he gets a touchdown, that's 16 points right there from your tight end. I'm loving it. Okay. He is a boom. I, I like Laporta. I liked him coming out of the draft. He's immediately emerged as a complimentary target for Goff. He's made 10 of 11 targets, which is pretty impressive. The Falcons D is suspect, like you said. And with Montgomery out, I feel like Goff's going to throw a little bit more. So that does open more for Laporta. I just am curious why you haven't picked him up yet. I was, but now, like, with with the whole Eckler situation, I can't really drop anybody until I know for sure what's going on with Austin Eckler. I'm not dropping Johnson because you never know who's going to be the lead back in Chicago. You don't know what's going to happen in Chicago, period, because they're a tire fire. Exactly. Gus Edwards, I mean, he's splitting the ball with Hill, so I'm just like, I could use him as trade bait. I'll add this guy with a top player to get something. Adam Thielen, he put on a nice show last week and he's their he number one he, he's their number one wide receiver. So I That's can't That's not really, saying much though. <laughs> I can't really I can't really get rid of a number one wide receiver for a tight end. I think Hayden Hurst is the number one target. Christian Kirk, I'm not gonna get rid of him. Rashad Bateman, I probably could because he's been stanky. Ooh. Nelson Aguilar had more targets than him. Yeah, but like at the same time, like, do I pick that guy up like the sixth, seventh round or something like that? I don't want to get rid of him. Fair enough. And Dalton Kincaid, he's been doing pretty well. So I, I, I can't really just switch it out, but I'm thinking about it. What about Zach Ertz? Have you seen Zach Ertz targets? Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not touching Zach Ertz. So, no, <laughs> okay. No, no, thank you. It's what, what's his targets? He was in the top five of trending players this week. Eight points and 11 points, but Arizona's a dumpster fire. (laughs) Anyways, this isn't about Gooby. This is advice for you guys. And I'm going to close it off with Matt Breda, running back of the New York Giants. He's a bust, Gooby. He's a giant Bukaki bust. Blap, 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 blap. Giant, pun intended. He only had five rushing yards last week, but that was because Saquon went down so late. He's only logged three touches in total, period. That's not saying a lot. So with Saquon being out for weeks, this does open the door for Breda to move as the starter. But his first test is against that stingy San Francisco defense. They love to smother the run. Also, he's in competition with Eric Gray and Gary Brightwell. That doesn't speak too well on his behalf, and the Giants are just trash. You want to pick him up or not, he's going to be a bust this week and going forward until Saquon gets back. Agree, Giants are browning. Can you pick a different color? No, uh, (laughs) Giants are green like puke. (laughs) Nah, it doesn't have that cashier to it. All right, well, speaking of cachet, it's time for the last segment of the show. And it's Toonie Bats, Gooby. It's dedicated to Bach as he's the creator. Conspicuous by his absence. That's okay. We'll get him back as soon as possible. And my friend, why don't you take it away? Oh, do you really want me to do my bull prediction first? Yeah, let's start it off with a bang. All right, I'm going Bucks over Eagles. I talked about Baker Mayfield and I talked about how he's going to throw for over 300 and probably three touchdowns. I think this is going to be a nail biter in the end. I think this is going to be a really high scoring game. I'm giving I'm giving to the Bucks. This is a bold prediction. If you want to put your money where your mouth is, I'll do it. Yeah, I, I think I think the Bucks can take this. 
When have you ever known Baker to perform at a high level on a grand scale? And don't say college. I'm talking the NFL. College. No. He's in for a world of hurt. The Eagles are going to dismantle them. Baker stinks. It's going to be shown that Tampa defense cannot handle A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. There's no way. Plus, Swift is finally healthy. Gainwell's coming back. Goddard is pretty good. They're going to be too much to handle. Well, if I'm right, you open next podcast with Gooby, you were right. My opening statements will be Gooby is right. How's that? All right. And I'm the all time best fantasy football person ever. No, not saying that because it's not true. <laughs> I'll say the first part, definitely not the latter. Anyways, <laughs> here's my bets. Going a little less controversial. I'm taking the Bills to stop a mud hole in the, the Commandos. Now, this is going to be the first time that being Commando is not fun. I'm telling you, they're in for a long run. I don't have faith in Howell. It's been a nice story, but they got lucky their first two games, especially that second game. The Bronco Busters fell apart in the second half. I put no stock in the commandos. Josh Allen is angry and he's motivated. And you saw that Raiders game. He looked like the old Josh Allen. Now, I will say that Sam Howell and Josh Allen's numbers are pretty similar. So Sam Howell has 501 yards, passing yards, while Josh Allen has 510. Howell's throwing three TDs. Allen's throwing four. Howell only has one interception. And Josh Allen has three. And their passing ratings are pretty similar. But we're talking the commandos. Give it to the Bills. I agree. The Bills The Bills are going to put a whooping on them. An ass whooping? An ass whooping. Uh, but yeah, no, Bills all the way. I mean, the Lord and Savior is the Lord and Savior. He'll put up good numbers. All right, Melky. Well, usually Ba comes in and he gives us a, his bet. But again, like I said, he's conspicuous by his absence. That's okay. He will be back. But we do have a special pick in store for you. It's Small Fry, who was on the last Nobody Gives a Fuck episode about female fans and liking the sport of it, the NFL. So she's going to give her pick, and Gooby's going to play it for us right now. All right, here we go. Hey, guys. My tuny bet for this week is the Jets. I think going up against the Patriots is going to be very interesting. And now with Rodgers out, like, are they really all the hype? I need to know. So I'm putting my tuny on them. I like it. I mean, the Jets' defense can definitely carry them. It's all about the MILF hunter and what he can do. I'm, I'm just worried he's just going to throw a ton of picks, and the Patriots' defense is no joke. Nope. I feel like Belichick is going to get right in his grill. They're going to get right after them, and it's going to be a long haul in New York. But it's a great pick, and it comes from the smallest NFL fan you'll ever know. So kudos to you, Small Fry, and we're going to see you soon because she's going to be in a future episode of TDs. All right, all right, all right. Well, that is it for Show Us Your TDs. It's been another great episode. We had a lot of fun doing Factor Cap. I think we should bring it back. This week is going to be a great week. I'm looking forward to it. Melky, do you have anything you want to say before we head off? Well, another one bites the dust, Gooby. Thank you for being my ride or die. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you to the network, any 30 El Jefe, Big Poppy. I know you're trying to get uh, some recording time with me, and we will do it soon. You just got to book it ASAP because I'm a busy man. Yeah, and oh, also, there's going to be a new Mustard episode coming soon. We got the boys getting together very soon. It's going to be out this month. I know it's been a while for all you that are hankering that tangy taste, but I guarantee you this will be the sauciest episode yet. So stay tuned. Well, yeah, because I am doing the trivia. You are. What is trivia? I can't remember if you revealed it or not. I think it's general sports knowledge. That's right. Okay. So Cass already automatically going to lose. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, it covers a wide variety of sports and it's going to be multiple choice. So you guys don't get any points. Uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Gooby. That's Melky. And that is the episode of Show Us Your TDs. I hope you guys have a wonderful night 
and enjoy your Thursday nighter and your Sunday. Good luck to everyone in week three and let's slip away like Watson did from all those charges. Holy Jesus. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that all these fans came out here to watch a game of football. Uh, John, we're in commercial. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just making conversation. Come on. Football!